You know, at the end of this whole thing, we wind up in the same place. No matter how angry, stressed, hardworking, lazy, happy, scared, brave, good or evil you are, we're all the same in the end. So go ahead and do the things that light you on fire, that take your breath away, that make you fall over yourself with excitement. This is your chance to ride, so go out there and enjoy it. Let's yell at birds! Episode 8! Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am happy you're here. This is Yelling at Birds. I am Matt. And what a delight it is speaking to you right now. This episode's all about you. Of course this goes to me as well. And first, first and foremost, I'm sorry for that intro. I apologize, I truly do. Um, not even going to listen to it, just going to post it, and we'll just see what happens. This episode is all about you. Of course it goes to me as well. I'm including myself in the you category this week, as I do most weeks. This goes out to all of us, including you. And you. And even you up there. Hey! Hey! You! Yeah! Set the bowl of melted caramel down for a moment and sit down. Why would you why would you even have that? What are you gonna do with it? It's it's beautiful outside and it's getting warm. Like we have very little need for melty things at the moment. So, okay, yeah, alright, now. So so now that all of us are here, what are we doing? Just in general, like what are we all doing? I recently shared a post from High Existence on my personal page about how to win at life. It's very simple, or it's a simplistic idea. Um, It suggests let people do what they need need to to make them happy. Mind your own business and do what you need to make you happy. Now, is it really that simple? Of course not. Is it way more complex than that? It doesn't really need to be. Of course, there are many, many grains of salt to be taken with that simplified statement. There, I think we can all agree that there are some universally terrible things that make some people happy, which, I mean, most of all are criminal. Pedophilia, torture, murder, manipulation, you know, being, I guess manipulation isn't really illegal, but um, it's shitty, Um, being among the list. So should we, according to that statement, should we let psychopaths do their whole psychopath thing if it makes them happy? Like, should we let serial killers just serially kill? Um, of course not. If we look deeper at some of these criminal actions, it's, is it something that's truly making these individuals happy, or is it just a compulsion from damage to their programming somewhere along the way that needs to be considered? This is where it gets complex, and answers to questions only breed more questions to be answered. Also, there's always some example to be dug up to combat, 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 to combat, to mortally combat simple answers. Our damned intellect, right? For the purpose of this episode, and for your sake, I'll set aside my beliefs of understanding over agreement and the need to truly understand motives and development of even the most truly evil actions, and I'll just focus on the general 
general everyday actions of reasonably adjusted human beings. Now, are we all reasonably adjusted? No way. But let's just generalize everything. Otherwise, this is a hundred different conversations and way too much time for you. I wouldn't put you through that. So, let's look at our again. Let's 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 take out our booklet of basic needs. And uh, okay, here it is. Okay, there. As I've said before, our ind our individual survival for our individual survival. What do we need? Air. That's pretty good. Food, water, shelter. I mean, do we need shelter? Yeah, I mean, is it healthy to be out in the sunlight all day long? Uh, not even, you know, wild animals do that. So shelter and uh, clothing's on the list. Now, we really don't need uh, clothing. We really don't need need clothing, but to be a part of society as it is, it's highly suggested. So at the very base of everything we do, we are pursuing the means to acquire those basic necessities. For animals in the world, these things, while being free, are literally a matter of life and death. If an animal is unsuccessful for long enough, it dies, and it may need to fight and kill in the process of collecting these resources. And I don't want to minimize the large amounts of human beings suffering from food insecurity uh, as of, I just pulled up a number, this isn't recent, but Two years ago, there the number was 824 million people uh, suffer, in, across the planet suffering from food insecurity. So, But for the most part, we aren't killing each other for these basic necessities. We may be allowing deaths by inaction while killing each other for other reasons that we won't really get into here. Um, but basically, um, we have those things. So for the benefit of being being humid humid it's humid outside so the benefit of being humid that's part of society is that these basic needs might be a little more readily available than they are to other animals the curse of our the curse of our big brains is that this it's not always enough looking at maslow's hierarchy of needs more of our time is spent struggling for items listed in the middle of the pyramid, such as employment, connection, status, resources, uh, quote-unquote money, property, freedom, recognition, etc. At the very top is the desire to become the most one can be. So that gets me back to my first question. What the hell are we doing? My hope and my desire for myself and for others is that we can live without having to stress about the bottom and that we would spend more time soul-searching and becoming more self-aware and self-actualized in pursuit of the top tier. This is something I would hope that we could all agree on, but air, like things like air, food, water, shelter, they seem to be items that human beings with all of our ingenuity and all of our resources we should be able to spend we shouldn't we shouldn't have to spend a second worrying about we should just have those things um, and I think that a lot of attention is given to you know basic human needs and basic human rights and you know healthcare gets tossed into the bait but 
you know, food, water, and shelter, ideally, that should be something that's attainable to everybody, no matter how well you, how good you are at acquiring other resources. Uh, Freedom's on the list. It's like second to, I'd have to look again, but it's like the second to the top tier. Uh, that's one that's one area where I kind of disagree. Uh, I think it should be located closer to the base. That's something like we should feel a sense of freedom to be human beings. But that is something that we bargain away when we make the agreement to be part of a society. The more we work and live together with people from you know different areas, different beliefs, different faiths, different backgrounds, different upbringings, the more freedoms generally that we we give up. And it's not always that's not always a negative thing. One can't hope to do anything and everything they want at all times and continue to live peacefully with every everyone. Not unless everyone was of one mind, which is pretty. It's a pretty scary and dull thought. Like we'd all have to love the same stuff. We'd all have to agree on how to live life and how to be, uh, and every single facet of life. Which that would be super boring. I mean, there is self-love, but if you're around yourself and hundreds of other people exactly like you all the time, that would be pretty insane. And where I see most of us giving most of our time, most of our time, most of our sanity and happiness away to is, is the middle layers. The middle layers are basically our everyday human life. Our jobs, our status, our money, our wants. Instead of clothing, it's the good. It's the you know fashionable clothing. Instead of having the ability to communicate to somebody, it's the ability to communicate now faster uh, with a a sharper device or a better better technology. <clears throat> the middle layers, the middle layers are basically what we made up a long time ago. When food and shelter weren't enough for our minds, when the makers were designing what it was to be human, what it was to be a human being in a society, and all the bits and pieces desired to make that society run. So, I'm sure a lot of you've probably heard this when you're younger. Uh, you know, someone needs to be a garbage man, so you would hear that oh, somebody needs to do that job. So they would say that without considering a time when we didn't have garbage. They would say without. Um, they would say, you know, that's why that's why there are minimum wage jobs, or that's why that person's working a minimum wage job. Someone has to work the counter, without considering a time when there was no counter. So these aren't the needs to human life. They are hardly even tr- the truly deep wants of our individual lives. Yet we constantly give our precious time to to these levels so my hope for myself and for you is that we topple the pyramid that we maybe even flip the entire thing or at least at the very least separate layers out maybe even consider a hierarchy of our desires for others I'm not I'm not kidding when I say things like I have a little crush on people that are aligning their lives with what it is that makes them truly happy. I have friends and family that are living their legend and living their passion. Creators who are creating, artists who are arting, sellers who are selling, 
travelers traveling, not because these things at least at least they pay the bills, but because these are the things that truly make them feel alive. And I'm so in love with the idea, and when I hear about, talk to, learn from people who are doing just that. So look at yourself and ask, what are you focusing on? What is stressing you out, and is that thing, or, the, or are those things, are they truly important for you to feel completely alive and a necessary addition to our world? Think about your last day on Earth. What would you like to say to the world? What would be your last message to the world? Would you be hopeful, disappointed in everybody? Would you feel like, at the very least, you were an active part in creating a better world for yourself, for loved ones, for strangers? How would your final chapter read? If there was the book, the book of your life, what's the enclosing? It's a lot to ask. But it's necessary for all of us to wake up so we can consciously build a better life for ourselves and a better world for others. So I would love to hear from you. What are you struggling with? What makes you feel completely alive and have you worked to make that a part of your life? And what have you done? What percentage of your life are you just putting up with compared to the percentage of your life that you are actively engaging creating and moving towards the full potential of who you are. I think those questions are very important. They're very important to your life. Are you, you know, we do spend more and more time working. That's just as society goes along. And the devices and technologies and bestsellers and things coming out day after day after day seem to do with eliminating you know, time, not eliminating time, but giving you more time in your life because we are so busy at work. And I think our average of, of work is steadily increasing. We're, you know, our main jobs, our side hustles, our everything else. So, and I think that's, in, in my opinion, so now, now I'm rambling. S apologies. But in my opinion, in my opinion, that's kind of, it's kind of sad. And I'm caught up in that as much as anybody else. You know, I haven't been... Um, let's see. I haven't been unemployed that often. I've always had a job. Not always do they align with what my true passion is. I think, well, very rarely. Uh, and usually, I have to... And I think a lot of us do this too. We have to kind of negotiate our way to... Um, changing our perception on our job and finding how we can see that as aligning with our passion while we're doing it. At the very least, well, it pays the bills, and that's terrifying to me. Spending so much of your time, giving so much of your time to a place that you're just basically putting up with in order to not be homeless or have food. So... Assignment time. That's your assignment. I want you to look at yourself and ask, what are you doing to actively advance your passions in your life and to actively make that, uh, that ideal life that you feel 
most alive in, most useful, most engaged, most on fire. I want that for everybody because I want that for myself. And I think that the more that we look at ourselves and align ourselves with what our passions are, not only the more alive we feel, but the more honest we are with each other. And the more honest we are with each other, the closer we become as a people. Because that wall can drop down. When you are truly unapologetically living your passion um, as often as you can, as most as you can, and creating your life and and, um, surrounding or creating your decisions based on that, based on the advancement of what makes you truly feel alive, the less you have to have a facade, the less you have to have a wall in front of you, and the closer your connection is to that next person. So let me know. What are, what are the things that you are stressing about? What are the, what would truly make you feel alive? Truly. Is it a new, is it a new handbag? Is it a new car? Is it learning, learning a difficult lesson? Is it doing something that you never thought you could do? Is it challenging yourself? What truly makes you feel alive? And are you making decisions in your life to truly align with that? And are you supporting others that are doing that? Is there jealousy there, seeing someone live, live their life to the fullest, not to the fullest, but aligning their lives and, and um, aligning their lives around their passions? Or are you supportive? I think it's very important to realize that, um, that voice inside your head. So I think I've rambled long enough. I appreciate it. I really do. Um, I've gotten a little bit of feedback lately. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, and that is that is all I had for you this week or this episode. I'd like to do more, um, but that's on me. You don't have to. You, you really just listen. I appreciate your attention. Let me know. You can find me on... I'm recording on Anchor. My podcasts are on Google, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, trying to get on Stitcher, um, and among others. But I appreciate your attention. Have a good week. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Goodbye. I lied. That wasn't it. Maybe it's time for a contest time. I need, not even, maybe not a contest, advice. What do you think? I, next step, I would like to have an intro. A steady intro, one, what the fuck am I saying? An intro for my episodes. So, if you don't mind, if you have any opinions, suggestions, ideas, let me know. Contact me on Facebook, message Yelling at Birds uh, podcast on Facebook, and give me your advice. If you'd like to give it a shot, I'd appreciate it. Any any help is warranted. Any advice or ideas, just let me know. That's all. Okay, bye.